Hey, hey, welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. I'm your host, Juan Benton Twyford. I'm America's most sought after real estate investor. I'm so excited that you have tuned in to the podcast today. We're doing a summer series, summer series, and the summer series is going to be a whole bunch of podcasts that are just 10 minutes in length. So it's going to be just me. I'm not going to be interviewing anyone for the summer. And we're going to talk about the foreclosure market, the crash. Is the market actually going to crash? Is the crash on us? Are we there yet? Is it here? Is it almost here? Dwan, what should I be doing right now as an investor? And what should I be doing as a homeowner? What should I be doing with a person looking to buy a house? What should I be doing right now? So go to dwanderful.com and opt in. I have four free ebooks for you when you opt in over there. And trust me, you are definitely going to want them. With all the crazy going on in the market right now, you're going to need as much information as you can to keep you up to the actual date because things are really happening quickly. Now, one of the nice things about Bill and I having been investing for as long, I, well, I actually, I guess we've both been involved in real estate for about 30 years each. He was a real estate agent turned investor and I just started straight out as an investor. But having been in the market for so long, we have so many contacts at the bank that all we have to do is just call up one of the people and they're all like presidents and CEOs and level three mitigators. And they're people that are way up in the industry that have a lot of knowledge and information and they tell us all the time what's happening. So we're able to keep up with things sometimes even before it's made public. So I want to jump back to what we were talking about yesterday. Oh, well, first of all, hang on a minute. I'm going to read us a five-star review. Okay, five stars. Fun. Oh. 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 Hang on. I didn't mark that one out. I already read that one. Okay. A must-listen show. Easily one of my favorite podcasts I listen to. She has changed the way I look at my business and my life. Aww. Patricia Irons from the United States. Thank you. That is so sweet. Okay, five stars. See, I really don't read these in advance. I don't like just pull out the good ones. I just print them off. And luckily, they're all five stars all the time. So don't break my streak. And if you'd like to have your review read, you got to leave one. Okay, truly inspiring. I can't think of how many times I've listened to an episode on her podcast. Her guests are all amazing and have so much insight to offer, either through their own experience or the content that they offer. Definitely my favorite podcast, and that is Jessica Ward from the United States. Oh, thank you. I want to be everybody's favorite podcast. I keep telling y'all I want to be number one, and I can't be number one without you, and until I have... I don't know, 20 million listeners a week? I don't think I can be number one. So y'all need to get up on the stick and start sharing this around and helping me get to number one because I'm, I'm not a super long way off of... Actually, there's a, a, a website. It's called Chartable, and it charts all the podcasts in the globe. So there are... What is it? Like two or three million podcasts? Four million? There's millions, millions of podcasts and there's like a million that are in the business category and in the business category I'm in the top 600. 
So that, like, even that is like, wow, I'm in the top 600. Like, holy cow, that's so amazing to be that high in the ranking out of, like, one million other people. But you know me. I like to be number one, at least in the top ten. So I still need a whole lot more views to be even in the top ten. So I'm just going to ask you all, just to personally do me a favor, like and subscribe and share because I can't be number one literally without you. Okay, so now we're talking about the different types of neighborhoods. I'm still using my handy-dandy mom pad. Okay, so the mortgage payment on 3% interest is about $850 a month, give or take. 6% um, interest is $1,100. That's over 40 years though, so I have not figured it out yet on the other on a 30-year uh, loan but I will here in a few minutes so so what happens is now people go like well I can really only afford with the interest and everything maybe, like I said maybe it's 1100 bucks and that's all that they can afford so now what happens is people go well I want to live in neighborhood a but because the interest rates have gone up to six percent I have to live in neighborhood B but I don't like it over here in neighborhood B because of X, Y, Z. So they don't want to live in this neighborhood, and they can't afford now to live in this neighborhood. So all of you that have been thinking about buying a house for like the last two years and you didn't do it yet, at this point, you honestly just need to wait because interest rates are not going to come down anytime soon. However, foreclosures are going to go crazy. So maybe you could get a really great deal on a foreclosure, which is really what this podcast is about, is buying the houses that are in foreclosure, helping the people out of foreclosure, and making a good deal for yourself and making a good deal for the people. People before profits. Remember, that is our motto over here at Wonderful. Also, look at my cup today. Embrace every challenge. It's important to embrace all your challenges. Mm. I know it's a dead of July, but I still loves me and my tea. So, people now can't afford to live in neighborhood A, so they have to buy in neighborhood B if they want to own. And so the average person goes, well, I'm just going to wait, I'm going to watch, I'm going to see what happens, I'm going to see if the interest rates go back down, or I'm going to let them, them peak, and then when they go back down, I'll buy, and basically a few years will pass. So what happens then is everyone is forced into renting. So now a person has maybe a three-bed, two-bath house, that they rent out for $1,100. You're like, hey, that's my perfect payment. I can afford $850 mortgage payment, and with principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, it's $1,100. I can afford $1,100 for rent. So you think, okay, great. I'm just going to rent for the same exact price that I can purchase that. But what happens now is a landlord puts a house on the market, and literally 50 couples show up to want to rent this property. So then they start to realize, like, wow, so many people are showing up with every single thing I put on the market. I'm going to raise the rent. And so that's happening right now. Like today, people that are looking to rent, the rents have already gone up. I even checked around here uh, where we're staying at some of the apartments. And some of the apartments that were like $1,900 a year ago are already like twenty two and 2300 just since last year. So rents go up. So now the interest rates go up. People decide to rent, the rent go up, people can't really afford to rent, and so they are forced to live over here. And the people that want to sell can't sell because um, the new people can't afford the mortgage, 
and with a high interest rate, so then people don't buy, and then it all like tumbles down, and we end up into a crash. Now, the crash in 08 was completely a different kind of a crash. That was where they were doing interest-only loans, like interest-only for the first five years, and then you refinance your house, and you pay principal interest taxes and insurance. And the interest-only loans, they were to stimulate the economy, but they caused like the biggest crash that I have actually ever witnessed. Because everybody that could just literally go, and fog the mirror was able to get a loan, and it was interest-only. So you just had to pay the interest. So you might <clears throat> have a $200,000 house, and the interest-only was 700 bucks. So people are like, woohoo, I can get this big old house for like this little bit of money, except when the payment defaulted to the principal interest taxes and insurance, people couldn't make the payments and everybody stopped making mortgage payments at the same time. Everybody tried to sell their houses all at the same time and it exploded into a giant crash. And the market's been doing pretty good the last couple of years. Prices went up, 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 but now interest rates have gone up and doubled in some cases and that's causing a lot of people to now not be able to buy houses in the market that we're in today. So, <clears throat> tune back in tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. We're going to continue talking about this foreclosure crash that we are in already. And remember that the truth is in the red letters. All right, everybody. Ciao.